Alright, hello, hello everybody, it's me, Magino, host of the Magino Show, and today, I just want to tell you guys a little story, um, and we're gonna start off by mentioning, I go to school in Missouri, and I'm saying this, even though I don't need to say this, because I know everybody here who is listening knows I go to school in Missouri, because everybody listening knows me, um, haven't really expanded past that yet, but hey, we're working on it. Um, but I'm going to get the joke in anyway. So just act like, you know, you don't know that I go to school in Missouri. So I go to school in Missouri. And uh, yeah, anybody here ever heard of Missouri? I know. I know. It's uh, one of the 50 great states. Jesus billboards. Um, racism. Barbecue is all right. <laughs> yeah. But so most of the year I'm, I'm in St. Louis. And I'm not going to say Missouri drivers are great. Okay. I'm not even going to say they're decent because most of the time they just drive tractors anyway. So it's not a whole lot of, you know, cars going on out there in the Midwest. But I would say comparatively to New York City drivers, they are much better because New York City drivers go along these little tiny roads with barely any lanes and pedestrians and bicyclists and fucking who knows who. And they think they're NASCAR drivers. They think they're that Hamilton dude. I don't know. I think that's right. I'm not thinking of the Hamilton dude from the dollar bill. I'm thinking of the Hamilton dude that drives cars. Like, they fucking think they're Formula One NASCAR drivers. And last week, I was parallel parking. And because of this audacity um, and overconfidence that New York City drivers have, I got into my first car accident ever. My first car accident ever. Some dude in a fucking minivan, Honda Odyssey, 2012. It has the entire back window was duct taped together. On the side, the whole entire side was just like slammed in. And he fucking goes by me while I'm parallel parking and just rips off my fender. I'm like almost in the spot. I was having a beautiful parking job, by the way beautiful parking job. I'm almost all the way in. This dude comes out of nowhere. And now I, I, I'm missing my fender. And I was all alone until and he until my, my aunt and mom came. Oh, look, there's a deer in my backyard. Holy shit. Hey, hi. Sorry, interruptions. And he, I don't know why he stopped. He fucking did. And when he stopped, I was like sitting in my car and I was like, should I get out? Like, what do I do? I had no idea what to do. Eventually I got out and I went up to his window and he was like, oh, is, are you okay? And I was like, yes, I'm all right. But my car is, you know, not. And he was like, okay, I think I'm going to go. And I was like, I don't, I don't think you should do that. I'm going to wait for my mom. And eventually my mom did come and my aunt came. And so my aunt called the police. And listen, I don't really, you know, F the police, okay? But I'm a white lady and I need my insurance money. So we're going to call and file a report because that's what the insurance company wants you to do is file a report with the police. And then they say what the hell happened and we trust them for some fucking reason. Um, and also, I don't know what else to fucking do. I got into a car accident. And it took the police an hour to get there to where we were. The precinct, only two blocks away. So I don't know what was going on. Somebody was taking too long at the fucking donut shop. But anyway, they pull up like they are the cool guys arriving late to a party with their little fucking sunglasses, uniform, little badge, you know, fun little beating stick. Um, just to tell me, like they don't even like get out of the car. They just yell at me from the si- from their car to me on the sidewalk. And they say, we don't file reports anymore. 
okay, officer, um, excuse my French, but then what the fuck do you do? Like, traffic incidents are literally 90% of police work. That's not even an an exaggeration. The other 10% is standing in an elementary school with a gun. So I just wanted to be like, excuse me, officer, um, just imagine the scenario. This is what I wanted to say to him. Imagine the scenario that you go to a restaurant and I'm your waiter and you sit at a table for an hour. I don't even look at you. Okay. Waiter, other waiters are even going by you, not looking at you either. Okay. You're just fucking sitting there. Finally, I come over to your table after seeing everybody else first and you, you know, you ask, Hey, can I get a donut and a shot? (laughs) Police stereotype because police officers like donuts and shooting people. So I reply, Oh, mm, you want a donut and a shot. That's so funny. I don't take orders. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not my job. Yeah, I'm just a waiter. That's not That's not really my thing. I don't take people's orders. I just kind of walk up to tables, yell at them, and then leave. That's typically what I do. So, yeah. Then the police officers left. The only thing that they say, get, their, get the dude's license and insurance, and then they fucking left. And so then it's just me and this dude named Angel who rammed my vehicle. And at first I was like, oh, maybe Angel is a nice guy. (laughs) Then he tried to blame every single thing on me. He was trying to like gaslight me as if I didn't know what the fuck was going on. He said, he was like, she's lying. She knows it. She knows she did it. She's lying. She knows she did it. That was there before. I was like, what are you fucking talking about, Angel? Okay, what are you saying here? Listen, buddy, I don't want to be rude, but your entire back windshield is being held together by duct tape and the will of God. You know, so you're like a nice guy, but nobody's going to believe you because you looks like you've gone through this before. So then, you know, that argument didn't work. So then he started comparing me to his teenage son who was with him. And he was saying, I always tell my son to tell the truth. You know, he's 15. It can be hard for young people to tell the truth. And I was like, is that why your son hasn't said a single fucking word this whole time? Because he's going to open his mouth and confess everything and be like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, my, do- my dad hit you, three dog walkers, two bicyclists, and one unsuspecting store window. You know, like the Christmas song. Like, he- that's what he's going to say if he opens his fucking mouth. So, I'm like, listen, man. Stop blaming me. Let's just exchange our licenses and insurance and we're good. Okay? No. This dude doesn't have his license and his insurance is expired. It is expired. So I don't know what the hell to do. And I'm like, I guess I'll just ask the police. So I walk back to the precinct that is two blocks away because calling them, you know, we're going to be here until fucking 3 a.m. And Angel's probably going to get into another accident by then. So I go all the way to the police station. It's a whole four minute walk. And I see the policeman actually from before and he's just sitting there doing nothing because he doesn't take reports anymore. So I say, hey, um, officer, the dude that rammed me with his giant fucking Odyssey minivan doesn't have a license or insurance. And the policeman is like, it doesn't matter. All you need are his license plates. It's all you need. And I'm like, all I need is his license plate. And he's like, yes, yes. Okay, so I'm not a police officer, but like that just doesn't sound right to me. You know, I'm just a woman. I don't really know anything about, you know, cars or police work or anything like that. 
But I feel like not driving with an insurance or a license is like a warrant for arrest. You know, like the one thing you get pulled over, they say, hey, can I see your license and registration? Which I guess isn't your insurance, but, you know, it's on the same vein. I don't fucking know. But what do I know? I'm just a fucking woman. So anyway, I started walking back to my car accident. And I'm thinking in my head, hey, at least we can just get his license plates and go. And I can make the show. Oh, I didn't even mention I was trying to do a fucking comedy show. And I was late for my, to my comedy show because of this damn car accident. So I was like, at least I can make the fucking show. No. No. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> because when I get back, I learn that I've been in my second car accident ever. Okay? Like, wh- while I was talking to the police, a lady who was parallel parking in front of me fucking hit my fender in the same exact place. So she hit, I got hit twice. I thought my mom was joking at first when she told me, when she, she was like laughing almost. She was, she was like, Maggie, somebody else hit your car. A lady hit your car. And I thought she was joking. No, this lady hit my car. But honestly, we didn't really, we were just like, fuck it. Because she actually put my fender back into place. She actually helped it out a little bit. So we were like, hey, thanks for that. But it's just, it, I just can't believe that, this has fucking happened twice now. I'm never driving again. My mom and I, on our way back, you know, to upstate New York, we had to duct tape my car at a 7-Eleven at 1 a.m. And now my car's all fucking duct taped. So if I get into an accident, it doesn't matter if it's not my fault because the other person's just going to say what I said to Angel. Like, listen, you seem like a nice lady, but nobody's going to believe you. So, yeah, that's it. My car's in the shop now. God, sucks. But whatever. I did do the comedy show pretty fucking well. I opened with this bit. So, hey, you live and you learn. But anyway, thanks for listening to the Maggie Now Show. That's all I kind of got for today. A little longer, but, you know, I had to fucking rant. All right, peace out.